And that whole bowl with its southern twang show is back. Coming to you something like live out of San Antonio, a 726. Of course, I'm the host, Joe Madness. Now, today is a Wednesday on October 2nd, 2020. Nope, we're not in 2020. Right? Not yet anyways, right? 2019. That's what it is. I think you guys got a little bit scared there for a minute. You were like, really? Ah, So today it's a hot bitch in San Antonio. And I'm actually recording in a new locale today. I am in a shed. So you might hear a fan whirling in the background. But... It must be on because it is redonkulously hot. Like so fucking hot. I think my balls are like, hey, we're kind of hot down here, you know? Put some ice cubes up in this bitch, you know? But I think this might be a good spot to record though because it actually echoes a little bit. So I'm kind of thinking it'll, it'll sound really nice. That's what I'm hoping anyways. And if it doesn't, then fuck it. You know, what are you going to do? So, we got a huge show today. Even though I have no idea what the fuck I'm going to talk about. I have no idea. The last time I really didn't have any idea, it just kind of happened. But sometimes the magic doesn't happen every time. You know, I can't remember when. I think it was... I think it was Wednesday, maybe? I think it was Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? It might have been Wednesday. Yeah, it might have been last Wednesday. Nope. Was it last Wednesday? I don't even remember, you guys. It might have been Saturday. You know what? I think it was Saturday. Yeah. Saturday was a huge day. Like, ridiculous. Let me tell you why. So Saturday I woke up and I decided I was going to run. Like two laps of like the three miles, right? Of the 5K. So I was going to do like two 5Ks, which would be, I guess, a 10K, right? And it was so hot outside. I think the first three miles, actually, maybe it was actually the first two miles, my foot felt like a brick. I felt like it was dragging a brick the whole time. And then once it went numb, which happens, you know, you run long enough. Eventually, you get a little numb in certain areas. So then when my foot went numb, I was able to just push a little bit harder. But then... My right knee started bothering me. So then, if it's not one thing, it's another, right? (laughs) So, yeah, I did a whole lap. I did three miles. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for fucking two, right? So I finished that up. And then I was thinking, I was like, what if we do three? And by the time, I was exhausted. I was really tired. I was really fucking tired. I mean, I haven't ran that far in fucking forever. 
But yeah, I answered it. <laughs> I can't even talk right now. Maybe it's the heat. I actually ended up posting that on Instagram. And I just put, I'm back. You know, and all these hashtags. So if you want to check that out, Hobo210 on the Instagram. Ah, man, that was that was really long though. I I actually surprised myself that I was actually able to do it. I didn't think I never could do it. I just I don't know. Like if you haven't done something before, you know, you're kind of like thinking about it. Can I do it? You know what I mean? You know, it's it's kind of like something different though. It's like this other thing. Let me see if I can remember what it was. Just give me a few seconds. Man, I had it too. Now I can't even remember. Maybe it'll come to me in a little bit. But after that, I came back to the house. You know, I was, I took a shower. And then me and Angel started talking and I actually ended up going over to her house. She picked me up and then we went over there and we spent like, yeah, almost 24 hours together, just me and her. And we had a lot of sex, like so much sex, you guys, it was crazy. It was really crazy. And she might've said that her uterus hurt, whatever that means, because of all the sex. So, it was pretty nuts. I was actually very happy that we had that much sex because me and her have not had sex in a long time. So, needless to say, it was something that needed to happen because goddamn, she looked fucking hot. And that lingerie I bought her like so many months ago, finally got to see her wear it. And whoa, you know what I mean? Like it was nice. And I came in her like, I don't know how many times. So if she ain't pregnant by now, then I don't know what's going on. (laughs) I have no idea. Like... Bitch better be pregnant. That's that's all I'm I'm thinking in my head, you know. And if she's not, then it's just like, I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. Because that was a lot of fucking sex. There was a lot of jizz just shooting all up in that motherfucker, you know, so. <sighs> yeah, I just, I don't know. It's actually kind of crazy. She has a lot of stuff going on, and... I try to give her some advice, but she is a very stubborn person and she's really hard headed. And if you don't agree with her, then she pretty much looks at you like, what the fuck are we talking about right now? You know what I mean? Like, like you're stupid. Like, no, it's this way. You know what I mean? She is the most Man, I've never actually met anybody like her where 
you literally don't know what the fuck she's gonna do from day in, day out. Or how she's gonna react to this or that, you know? It's, I don't know, it's so crazy. It is. It's very different. You know, to come across somebody who isn't like anybody else is really refreshing. Like, it seems like you just, you can go anywhere. And, like, if you've ever thought about the world being simulated, like we live in a simulated world, just just walk around somewhere. It seems like people are doing the same shit. And <clears throat> if you don't know, if you think you don't know what they're going to do, just sit, at, just sit there and, and stare at them for a little bit. The things people do are so predictable that after a while, you should be able to tell just by similarities of what one person is doing. And placed in a similar situation, another person that was doing similar things, you should be able to predict the outcome of what the what is happening there. The next move, so to speak, right? Yeah, like there's a street, you know, in front of the in front of the house where I live at. <clears throat> it's crazy. It's just like clockwork every day. There's like a billion cars passing by. It's probably like three cars that pass by every minute down this street all the time. Doesn't matter what time of the day it is. It's fucking nuts. I didn't know you guys are probably like, well, that happens everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> just, I don't know. Sometimes it just feels like this is a simulated world. You know? It is, I don't know, it's something. Like, nobody's really doing nothing out of the ordinary. You know what I mean? Like, let's say you work in an office. And you're sitting at your desk... You decide to go against the grain. Do something out of the ordinary that you normally would not do. Just randomly get up sometime. Walk around and see what people are doing. You know, the things that people do probably are not going to be out of the norm, you know? It's going to be something that you could probably see them do every day at work. And you may be thinking to yourself, yeah, we're all going to be working, bitch. Well, this is true. But not everybody's the same, you know? Not everybody's going to be paying attention. And it seems like everybody does. Everybody does do the same shit over and over and over and over. You know? I personally at work, I, I usually never sit down. Like, if I sit down, it's because my feet hurt or something like that. But usually I'm always standing. I'm always walking around, pacing back and forth in my desk. Because I hate just being there. That and the facts are that that fucking job is boring. So I feel like going to sleep because it's so boring. And oftentimes I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, what is keeping me from just getting up and walking the fuck out 
and just maybe grabbing a couple computers or two and walking out, you know what I mean? Like, what's keeping me from doing that? I have no idea. No fucking clue. You know, speaking of jobs, though, I, I spoke on the last episode that I did apply at Hulu, and guess what? I, I didn't get the job. <laughs> no, shortly after, they, they ended up emailing me, and they were like, yeah, you're not going to be hired here. You know, thank you very much, right? It's a standard email. Standard email is thanking you for your interest. And um, we sure you're going to be very successful, just not here. And yeah, we don't want you, so fuck off. You know what I mean? In like the politest way possible. Because that's how you have to do it, right? You have to do it really polite. I don't know why. What's wrong with just being like, you know what? Yeah, you fucking suck, man. Like, no. Hell no. Of course we don't want you, you know? But yeah, I, I, I can't sit here and not say that I wasn't disappointed because I was. I was really looking forward uh, to working there. And this is a crazy thing. Like, I don't know if you've ever wanted a job. You know, like maybe you pursued this one particular thing that you wanted. It might have not been the greatest or paid the most, <clears throat> but you were like, you know what? This is what I want for me right now at this moment. You know, it's not what I want forever, but at this po- point and moment in my life, this will give me what I need, right? And this is what I need. And then you're sitting there just scouting the area the place or whatever. And you see the type of people they hire and you're like, and they all look like fucking morons. Like, why can't I work here? I mean, I'm pretty sure I could. So you apply and then long and behold, you get fucking rejected. So you're just like, how did this piece of shit over there get the jab? How did this motherfucker get the jab? There is no way in hell they are better than me. I don't think anybody's better than me. So, yeah, on that level, yeah, it does bother me. (laughs) It does fucking bother me. So, I don't know. Last night I was outside chilling and I was looking on Craigslist at the jobs. And I saw this job and I was like, oh my gosh. This would so appeal to my Mexican side if I became a construction worker and did this job. And I was reading the ad and it was like, yeah, you just put some metal pieces in the ground and, you know, for the foundation and then blah, 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 right? It's always blah, blah, blah. And they pay you, I don't know, I can't remember. I think it says something like twelve fifty an hour. And then on Fridays, they pay you like 17 something with overtime. And then on Saturdays, they pay you like 24 bucks an hour with overtime, you know? So I was like, what the hell, you know? So 
apparently from the what the job description said, you'd be working a lot overtime and you'd be working like 12 hour days. I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to work that long. And especially if it's something that is going to make me tired and I don't really care about. So <laughs> there you go. Joe is spoken. So as far as the money goes, though, you know, just as I mentioned before, you know, on the bottom of the ad, it said 1100 weekly. And I was like, what the hell? That's a lot of fucking money. I don't know. For me, like right now at this point, that's a lot of money. I might make that a month, you know? You know what I'm saying? On a good month, I might make a little bit more, but if you can make that in a week, like seriously? $1,100 a week and I don't have to suck dick? What? <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Girls out there be like, man. I had to suck four cocks for that much money. Like, dang, only four? What? I think I spoke on this before, but there's actually a comedian out there. His name's Louis C.K. He says every time a female sucks a dick, it takes a little bit out of her. You know what I mean? Kind of like a little bit of her dies every time she sucks a fat cock. Or maybe even a little cock. I don't know. I don't know your life. Just any cock, right? A little piece of her dies. Could you imagine that? Every time you suck a dick, like a piece of you dies. <sighs> Which is kind of strange though, because I don't suck any dick and I feel like a piece of me dies all the time. Just for random shit, you know? I'm like, oh, I took a dump today. A piece of me just died. I went to work. A lot of me died. <laughs> A lot of me died. Like, goddamn, man. I was thinking last night, I was like, fuck, man. Like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like, I fucking hate my job. I hate it. It's so stupid and pointless. Not to, not to let us even forget that I feel like the fucking job isn't even real. I feel like these are all recorded, simulated calls. You know? Like it's some government conspiracy for some reason we're having to, you know, repeat and dictate everything that these people are saying on the phone. But it's like a government conspiracy, you know, somehow. Somehow it's for like some kind of evil project, you know. I can't, I can't really figure it out. Which I don't think I would ever figure it out, even if it was truly a government conspiracy. I mean, how would you even know? Right? <sighs> There's so many old people that work there. There's this one old lady, every time she's doing the job, you know, where she's, she's doing the parrot job like I am. Every time she's doing it, I've seen her, right? I've seen her do it. And she gets so excited. Like, she's like jumping up and down in her chair. You know, and she's fucking banging on the desk. And then when she gets it wrong, she's like fucking angry. You know, so she bangs on the desk and then she gets a right. She'll jump out of her chair, you know. And you could just hear it in her voice that she's like really into it, you know. And I'm like, 
wow. Like, how long did it take this old bitch to figure out the love of her life in the form of a job? You know what I mean? Like, how long has she been working there? I mean, I wish I had that type of love for a fucking job. Could you imagine? You get that excited, you get that upset, and then at the end of the day, you're all smiles about where you work at. Like, who feels like that? You know, I've heard it a many times from different people. I love my job, I love it. It's like, shut your ass up. Do you really? I wouldn't know, because every job I've ever had, I fucking hated. Sometimes even worse than the last one, right? <sighs> Man, fuck work. Fuck it. Fuck it. Never enough money. It always feels like too many hours. It always feels like they're draining the fuck out of you. No matter what type of job you have. Fuck work. You know? On that note, now let's kick this shit off. And that whole bow is back on the mic. Alright, so just continuing on. I got me some groceries today. And one of the things I got was some booze, right? I got a half and a half hard iced tea. And what I'm going to drink right now, it's called Cocktail in a Can. Which sounds delicious. It's called the original Club Tales. Sounds like DuckTales. That's what it sounds like. You guys ever watched that show DuckTales as a kid? <laughs> With all the ducks? Well, anyways, it's called Long Island Iced Tea. Five delicious ingredients electrify your taste buds. Spiked iced tea taste. Premium cocktail. 10% alcohol by volume. I did not know it was 10%, you guys. That is ridiculous. Jeez. Oh my gosh. And of course, it doesn't even tell you what's in it. I don't think. It says it's a malt beverage with um, natural flavors and caramel color. And it's 16 ounces. Oh, and apparently it's from Rochester, New York. So, there's that. I want to crack this thing open. Give me a minute. Oh my gosh, fuck my life. I can't get it open. Oh, I got like nothing to open it with either. Okay, there we go. Alright. So finally got it open after like five tries. Let's see what it tastes like. Oh my gosh, jeez. And it smells like redonkulous. Jeez. I think it's strong. <laughs> fuck my life. I got it at the grocery store with my grocery deliveries. Oh my gosh. It's going down in the 726. Hmm. Oh, and I just lit a black and mild. Now, I will let you guys know that I don't, <clears throat> no longer really, smoke any weed. 
For one, I drink, right? And if you smoke weed, it just intensifies your high. Intensifies your drugness. And I don't need that in my life. I don't need that kind of stress in my life. So, just good old booze and tobacco for me, you know? Mm-hmm. And let's not forget, I'm trying to get a better job here. So, seems like every job that you go for, they're going to piss ass the fuck out of you, right? Yeah. Ah, damn. It's always the shit that... That's like fruity, that has like a ridiculous amount of alcohol in it. You know? Like uh, Saturday when I was hanging out with Angel... She had this mango drink. It tasted just like mango. And it was like something like 12% alcohol. I was like, are you fucking serious? And I was drinking a Bud Ice. And that has like 5.5. And I'm like, that's not bad, right? But then you look at her and she's drinking like a 12%er. Not gonna lie, it kind of makes you feel like a pussy. But you take a swig of that mango. Not anything in there like if you were doing a taste test and you were just tasting it you weren't like really trying to figure out what it was you would just be like oh it's mango and that would be it you wouldn't be like oh there's booze in here i tried it and i was like um initial thoughts i i cannot taste the booze i can't taste the alcohol in this thing that's crazy but i don't know i don't even think she drank it all though I don't know why. Maybe she did. I don't know. Hmm. You know, and I was telling her, though. I was like, you know, this sounds crazy, but if I could replay Saturday in my head for the rest of my life, like if I could relive that, that moment, like if you had one moment to choose, right, I would choose that moment. Just relive it over and over and over and over. Just, I don't know, a million different ways. And I don't know, I I think if heaven did exist and there was like, I don't know, a wonderful place where you went to after you died, maybe there's a wonderful place in this universe you can go to that we have no idea of. That would be it for me. Like just being around her just makes me happy, you know? And it, it stresses me out and it scares the fuck out of me at the same time. That's why she's always like, is there something wrong? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, just, I guess, the thought of losing her, the thought of her just not being around anymore just terrifies me, you know? So you can add that to the list. What was it? Buried Alive. Um, Sharks. Um, There was something else, I forgot. There was like two more things and I fucking forgot what they were. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Hmm. So if you're curious to know what those things were, all you have to do is listen to the last episode because they're all mentioned in that one. Just saying. So, so yeah, I don't know. Something about just being around her, just, it's wonderful. It's wonderful to me anyways. And, yep. You know, 
she did steal my Febreze, which I did not see coming. Like, she said that, that it smelled foul in her car. So I was like, you know what? I got Febreze. So we turned the car around. We went back to my house, which was, I don't know, maybe a couple minutes away. And then I grabbed the Febreze. And I was like, all right, we'll just go ahead and spray it. And she's like, no, I'm keeping it. And I'm like, what the hell? I totally did not see that coming. And this is some badass fucking spray, man. It's like they got Febreze and then they got Febreze. Like this stuff is called Unstoppables Febreze Air. And it smells amazing. Like that fucking smell lasts for hours and hours and hours. Wherever you sprayed it at. For some reason, these dogs are going crazy. I don't know if you can hear them. There's probably some puto kids walking around outside. You know, it's just like, take your punk ass to school, man. You know? I don't know what it is about these kids, man. They don't want to go to school. Like my roommate's kid, for some reason. You know, he's 18. And he doesn't want to go to school. This guy didn't even enroll. I think it's because I think he failed like a couple classes and then there were some classes that he didn't even show up. He didn't even show up for like most of the year. Like he just, he didn't go. He would just stay at home all day. Kind of like he's doing now. And then he got it in his head that he was like, all right, well, I'm going to go to this, this other school where I can do all the work and then I graduate and I could do it from home <clears throat> and now he found out that he actually has to show up and do the work at that place and now I think he's just like oh I don't want to do that you know without even mentioning that part you know it's just kind of like what I'm assuming and the whole time I'm thinking I'm like this motherfucker ain't going to school man it's like if you're gonna drop out just fucking do it man you know Dropping out doesn't mean that you're not going to become anything. It doesn't mean that you're a piece of shit. It doesn't mean you're stupid. You know? It just means that things are going to be that much harder for you. But it's not impossible to make something of yourself. You know, it's hard to even say if he's smart or not. Because it's just, I don't know. How do you measure intelligence? I think people have been trying to do that. Since I, I don't know, since humans have been around, I guess. Been trying to figure out who's smarter than the other. Like, how do you do that? How do you measure intelligence? Is it some paper test? Is that, is that what we're doing? Seems like most people think that's the way to go. Is it survival skills? Would it be these online quizzes that you can do on the internet, right? They're like, how smart are you? What is your IQ? What does IQ even stand for? I think I've asked this before on the show. I have no idea. What does it stand for? I want to say the I stands for like intelligence. And then the second part, would it be quiz or would it be quaint? I don't know. Do you? (laughs) I have no fucking idea. I have no idea. I can't even begin to lie about that because I don't know. Intelligence quartz. Quartz. Like the mineral. Like the rock, right? So, yeah, I don't know. I 
I think if he would ask me for advice, I definitely would tell him <clears throat> that just because you graduate doesn't make you smart. It doesn't mean you accomplished anything. It just meant that you did what you were supposed to do, which was what was expected of you at that particular age. What is it, seven, right? Seven years old? You go to school? Or is it five? I don't even know. I want to say five is like when you start like kindergarten or something, but seven is like when you actually go to first grade, maybe. Or I think it's like head start and then it's like, you know, kindergarten, whatever the bullshit is, you know. Um, so from the time you're seven years old to the time you're 18, for most people, there are the exceptions where... I don't know, I guess these, these educators, right? These teachers feel that this one kid is just way smart and then they just kind of progress them that much faster than everybody else. So from that point in your life, you know, from 7 to 18, you're expected to go to school, to these public schools anyways, which are free, I think, most of them. Or you can pay to go to a different school which I have no idea about because I definitely did not do that. I was not part of that group of select individuals, you know. But yeah, I, I, I know that most jobs anyways, they want you to have something. I think it shows that, I think it shows that you finished, that you were committed or some shit. I don't know, I have no idea. I have no idea. But if you don't have this fucking piece of paper that says you graduated, then it's that much harder to get another job. To get jobs in general. I think even McDonald's, I think you need a fucking job. God damn, man, this thing is strong, jeez. I'm sipping on this bitch, I ain't even trying to chug it, man, fuck that. <clears throat> Be drunk for the rest of my, my hours of being awake. <laughs> Or at least a couple hours, anyways. It's, it's so crazy, man, the way life is. It's, it's like, who's smart? Who is smart, you know? And then the way they, they promote people in the workplace is, is another thing that is just... Uh, <clears throat> it's crazy. Because I think it goes down to... Whose ass are you fucking sniffing? Like, whose ass are you licking? Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I don't think it even has to do with how good you are, whatever it is. I think it's like most of it has to do with do they like you, you know? You know, I also did mention on the show before that, you know, reading uh, Dale Carnegie's How to Make Friends and Influence People, <clears throat> which I still have not finished. I think I made it to like chapter two, which is like, I don't know, 40 pages in or something like that. You know, he mentions it's like when you apply to these jobs that, you know, some of it, actually most of it doesn't have anything to do if you even have the skill. It has to do with how you speak to people. It has to do whether people like you. Whether people buy what you're selling in the form of words, you know? You know, it pretty much basically comes down to you know, what can you talk yourself into, you know? It doesn't matter what you know, it just matters how you talk. 
and if people are buying the Kool-Aid you're selling, right? You know, it's just, I don't know. I think for me, life has been hard for the simple reason that I can chalk up to the fact that I don't bend, you know? I don't bend at all. Like, if I feel like if I don't want to do something or I, I know it's wrong, I don't agree with it, I'm not going to do it. Like, I hate talking to authority. Anybody in charge, I, I fucking hate it. You know, and it's something that's like my downfall, essentially. So I got to figure out a way to make lots of money without having to sit there and kiss ass or something demeaning like that, you know? I don't, I don't want to play the game. I don't want to play, you know? I think I retired from playing the game. <laughs> and it seems like everybody, nowhere, no matter where you turn to, you're being forced to play a game, essentially, to get what you want. And it's tiring, it's exhausting. It really is, it really is exhausting. You know, for some of us, we do a really good job. We do what we're told. And that's not enough. <clears throat> you still get passed up on raises, promotions. And in one way or another, whether you realize it or you don't realize it, you know, it affects you. You know, it, it changes the way you think. Your view on society as a whole. Your view, you know, on working, on just life. You know, it's very unfortunate. There's lots of people out there that, you know, they put their 100% in. They do above and beyond, you know, in their work. <clears throat> They're professional. They, they have a heart. They care. And a lot of these people get the shaft, you know, but what? But what is it? What is it? Because <laughs> you're a little bit different. You're a little bit strange. I don't know. Just, um, just the way of the world, I guess. You know, it's, it seems like it's always been that way. And <clears throat> I don't know. Just I've met so many people in my life where... You see these people have these these jobs that people would be envious of. And then you look at the person as a whole, as a person. Not even what they do, just as a person. You're just like, how the fuck is this person in charge of anything? You know what I mean? They shouldn't be in charge of anything. They shouldn't even be allowed to drive, you know? And they're able to do all those things. You know, and that, that comes down to happiness too, like... Like, if you let these things affect you in the way that they're going to bring you down, you know, emotionally, <clears throat> your happiness levels, you know, the value that you place on life itself, you're going to ask yourself, is it worth it? Is it worth it? You know? Another thing I wanted to talk about was, was people and how we treat each other, you know? 
you know, just because somebody's been around a long time and you used to believe that these people were friends of yours and you fucked with them that long. <clears throat> you know, it's not a bad thing to reevaluate friendships. It really isn't. You know, really look at it, you know. Like when you when you have somebody in your life, you got to see the way they treat you. You really got to look at it. You know, I've tried to explain this to many people before, and it seems like it doesn't doesn't make any sense. And a lot of times, maybe that's on me, you know. You, You try to send a message out, try to help, you know, and sometimes your abilities aren't that good to where you're able to explain things the way somebody would be able to understand it. Because just like me and everybody else, everybody learns differently, everybody interprets things differently. There's something that happens where you hear something, you feel like you're listening, it goes in your ear, your brain interprets it some type of way, and then you make, you try to make sense of what you just heard, right? And a lot of times it isn't the message that person's trying to convey to you, which can make things hard when you're trying to help somebody. Now, when, I, when I'm talking about reevaluating your friendships and the people around you, you know, let me just give you an example. Like when people break up with each other, right? Let's say that you're with somebody for like X amount of times, right? Like, <clears throat> I mean, my times is like years, length of period. Maybe you were in a relationship for like eight years and Let's just say for the sake of this this talk we're having that they broke up with you. So a lot of times, you know, breakups can be really hard, you know. It feels you're you're left feeling like you you wasted your life. You wasted all this time with this person. And at the end you're left with nothing, right? You're left with nothing. Just a big old fat goose egg, right? And you know, you can also plug this in, like I'm saying, and when it relates to friendships and <clears throat> you know, relationships that you have with other people that you're not necessarily dating. You know, a lot of people, I think what makes it hard is they they only seem to remember the good things that have happened between them and this person. They never think about the bad things. Now what seems to help is when you, you listen, you really listen to what these people have told you and you remember not only the good, but the bad. Like just, for, just think for, I don't know, five minutes. Think about all these bad things that you and this person have gone through. And it not necessarily has to be bad things that happened to you guys. I'm saying the bad things that they did to you. You know, once you really start thinking about that, then you can really unravel, you know, the truth in the whatever relationship that was there, you know? 
that you guys had together. Because I think only then you're able to really truly see how horrible that person was to you. That's the way most times are, right? It's You guys are not together because you know, it was the best relationship ever. People don't get divorced, people don't break up, people don't stop talking to each other, stop being each other's friends because everything was great all the fucking time. Like that was the truth. Then nobody would ever have a reason to leave each other, right? Have a reason to walk away from whatever it is that you guys had. Even if you feel really hurt and betrayed, maybe even stupid, you know? A lot of people, when they're gone about your life and they leave you and they tell you that they don't wanna <clears throat> be around whatever it is that you are, that makes you you, you know, you feel, you feel stupid, you know? You really do. You're left feeling stupid. You're left feeling like you're worthless and you don't mean anything to anybody. And that could be, that could probably be true to an extent, but I'm pretty sure that there are people around you, people that you could meet later on, or maybe there's people already in place that don't feel anything like that about you. They feel like you're great. They value whatever you guys do have. And those are the people you're, you should be fucking with, you know? Those are the people you should surround yourself with. Not people that don't appreciate you. Not people that want to boss you around. Sometimes it's a one-sided friendship or relationship. And it goes back to, what have you done for me lately? And these people take you for granted because they no longer feel like you are able to contribute anything to this thing that you guys have. They're a succubus. They've already sucked the fucking life out of you. Like what more, what more else is there for them to get from you? They've already taken everything. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's kind of like when people ravage the land, you know, there's plants growing, there's grass, there's trees. There's beautiful landscapes and rocks and minerals and oil underneath or whatever, right? When you start removing each piece, what are you left with? You're left with nothing, right? Now, it doesn't mean that over a period of time that you cannot get something of value out of whatever is there. It just means that at that point in time that there isn't anything left. Doesn't mean you can't do anything with whatever is left. It just means that people are evil and they just suck the shit out of everything valuable that was there, you know? And that's where the rebuilding process begins. That's where it truly begins and you truly find out what you are made of. It doesn't mean you're worthless. It never, ever, ever should mean that to anybody. It shouldn't. You know, you know, and it really bothers me when people <clears throat> that this is happening to 
you know, and you're, you're able to see it and they're not, and they're just, they're already drinking the Kool-Aid that the person gave them, you know? Doesn't matter what you say to them, they're not gonna believe you, they're not gonna listen, and more times than none, they're gonna get mad at you because that person has got them so deep. They got their nails so deep into them that nothing that anybody tries to do to warn them or stop them from falling into this mess of a relationship or whatever it is that you have with this person to try to save them. Nothing will ever make any sense to them at that moment, you know? So if I feel like if you really care about somebody and you are seeing this, you're witnessing this happen with your very own eyes and they're not able to see the toxicity and this person is just sucking the life out of them, sucking the shit out of them, everything valuable, everything that they're made of out of this person, everything beautiful. I think a true friend, I think a person truly cares about them would write it out, would keep trying and keep trying and keep trying until you're able to open their eyes, able to pull that wool back behind their head, that filter, that film, that's fucking covering the truth, you know? Covering the truth of what is really going on there. So really think about that, really think about that. Because I, I think that just now, what I've shared with you guys is really powerful. And if you feel like that's happening to you or that's happening to somebody that you care about, you really, really care about, that you should be there for that person. And you should not, you should never try to let that person drown by themselves. You should always be there with your arm extended, your hand ready to grab them, pull them out of the bullshit that they become a part of. All right, just chugging right along, just moving, right? We're moving right now. So, change of pace, right? So some of the things I've been watching lately I got Netflix again, and I started watching Stranger Things. Now, that episode, actually that whole show actually sucks up until you get about <sighs> episode five of season one. Then it starts to become like, what the hell? What is going on here? Like, what is going on? I did not even know this shit was real. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know some good shit like this existed. I just watched all three seasons. Not even sure if there's going to be a season four, but I, I think there might be. The show seems to be pretty popular. I think that actually The Walking Dead actually came, came back, which is awesome. So I need to start watching that again. I'm just kind of wondering, though, is Rick going to show back up or what's going on there? I have no idea. 
you know, <clears throat> the first thing I actually started watching on, on Netflix was something that I actually was really excited about that I came across that I did not know existed. I'll tell you about it right now. Hold on a second. So it's got one of my favorite actors, Sasha Baron Cohen. You know, you might remember him from This Is America, Borat, The Dictator. You know, he's come out of a lot of good shit. You know, his range is so ridiculous, you know. He's comedic. He can be uh, serious. He's just, I don't know, he's just an, an amazing person in my eyes. <clears throat> I've never really seen him do anything serious, but he's done some some serious comedies, some serious characters, I think, in, in, in comedy. And this is the first time I've actually seen him in, like, a dramatic role. I saw him in this, this show that I was really happy that I found called The Spy. Now, it's, it's more like a mini-series. It's about this guy that's in some third world country in the Middle East. And, you know, he has a regular nine to five job. He's married. You know, he's barely, he's barely having kids. And then all of a sudden, you know, he gets, he gets involved with um, the government. <clears throat> you know, he becomes a spy for these people, you know. And he's really good at it. You know, things unfortunately do not turn out good for him, but Sasha Baron Cohen's acting abilities, his range, amazes. It really does. Just his character, the way it grew, the way, you know, he he was able to portray this this spy, you know, in the show. And, man, I just, I don't know, I was left just wanting more, you know. Hopefully there is more shit coming out with him in it. You know, I think it was a Netflix original series. You know, Netflix changed the game, though. They really did. You know, before that, I think we, we had Redbox. Which I never really used. I used it every now and again, but it wasn't really my thing. And then Netflix comes along, and all you needed was internet. And you pay like eight bucks, and then you can watch all this shit, right? And you just stream it. And then fast forward to today's day, right? October 2nd. And there's just so much shit going on. You know, in 2019, you got so much stuff going on. And Netflix was part of that. They were part of history. Not only do they have other people's shit. But they have their own stuff. They have their own original content. And they're making so much money. That they're able to pay like top dollar these actors. <clears throat> And they're really able to bring stuff to you that that's good. It's not shitty. Unless you want to count the uh, most of the Adam Sandler stuff that comes out. You know, which most of it's garbage. I think there might be like one movie that was pretty good. I forgot what it's called. It was called like Sandy or something like that. Yeah, that was pretty good. It, it had, uh, I want to say it had Drew Barrymore in it, but I think I'm wrong. <clears throat> hmm. 
and I haven't checked this out yet, but apparently Disney is jumping in the game, or they already have. I'm not even sure. I haven't even looked into it. I have not looked into it, you guys. Um, they apparently, they're, they're putting all their Star Wars shit. <clears throat> They've yanked it from everywhere else, so nobody else can, can, can fucking, I don't know, use any of it for streaming like Hulu, Netflix, Prime Video, you know. They're I don't know what it's called, it's something related to Disney, but they have all the Star Wars shit. <clears throat> their uh, their lineup's supposed to be a bunch of original content plus all the Disney movies, you know. Which is a lot. Disney has so much shit. A lot of a lot of people don't know this, but Disney's such a big powerhouse. They also own ESPN. You know, and the UFC is is actually part of the Disney family because they're now with USPN really, like pretty much exclusively. You know, I don't even know anything about this Disney thing. I've heard about it, like I don't know, six months ago. I was like, wow, this is crazy. And now everybody's coming out with their own form of live TV, which people. I don't know. People are holding on to that shit for dear life. You know, the cable companies are fucking stupid. <clears throat> I've said this all day. If they were smart, they would have hired whoever, you know, was in charge of the pirate bay. In charge of all these torrents that people are, like, ripping off. You know? They would have hired them a long time ago and been like, why don't you build this shit for me on a better platform? Which is basically what you have now before any of this shit ever existed. You know? And I, I think, more or less, call me crazy, but I think, more or less, that's what a lot of these streaming companies did, like Netflix, Hulu, Prime, you know, they hired some of these people to be in charge of, you know, their their apps and whatnot, you know, so people were able to view all this content, <clears throat> like, legitimately, you know, with no issues. So hopefully, those, a lot of those people got a lot of jobs, you know. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I think it's brilliant that you were able to. I mean, you still are, you know, in some form or fashion, able to rip these companies off for for fucking, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of dollars just by getting these fucking movies, all the movies you want, all the fucking music, everything, for free, you know? You know, all of them bring something to the table, too. That's why I find it amazing that, you know, these cable companies are still surviving. I think if they were smart, they would make it easier for everybody to access it through their own devices already, you know. Which I think they're able to, but they make it hard. You know, they really do. They make it hard. They don't make it as easy as I feel like it should be or it could be. Now I'm talking about there's always subscriptions. There's always this you got to do. There's always that. It's just like, I don't know. It doesn't really seem easy. And one, one way I'm able to, I guess, shed light to, to this is by talking about <clears throat> my own personal job, you know. I, all I hear is conversations all day. All, that's all I hear. I hear people talking about everything. And some of the things they talk about are, you know, some of these 
some of these streaming companies, you know, they're like, oh, I think, <laughs> I think there's a thing called hula, but <laughs> you gotta, you gotta have the internet, I think, and it's just like, wow, okay, all right, well, you're kind of banging on the door on that one, but you're not quite there yet, and, you know, how do you make it easier for these people to, you know, really access all this content? You know, I think this is the biggest question people are asking themselves that are in the industry. Like, how do you truly make it easier for these people that are not tech savvy, that are really old, they're about to die? Like, how do you suck more money out of those people? I think that's what the real question is, because you don't have to worry about the millennials. You don't have to worry about the 20 something years old, 20 year something year olds, right? You don't have to worry about the 30 year olds, maybe not even the 40 year olds. I think your focus should be on, and this is, this is why I think this, because the people that you don't have to worry about that I just mentioned, they already know what to do. They already know what's up, right? <clears throat> and if they don't, all I have to do is ask their kids and then their kids will bring them up to speed fairly quickly because they're still not at the age where they're just like, I don't know what's happening right now. All I know is I'm got up and I'm peeing myself and I didn't make it to this toilet on time. You know what I mean? Now, if you can get those people that are in their later years, if you can make it easy for them, really easy, then there's a lot of untapped potential there. There's a lot of money to be made that maybe a lot of people aren't really looking into because they just feel like, you know what? It's all about the young generation. It's all about this generation, right? The now. <sighs> you know, a lot of these older people, you know, they, they really cherish their elder years, you know? They're always talking about how things were better when they were younger. How things were easier, simpler. And I do agree, it was a simpler time. You know, but we don't live in that day and age anymore. We don't. And I think... Um, I think if you don't evolve as you get older, <clears throat> I think you just get left behind. Not only physically, mentally, but, but yeah, you're just not as connected to the rest of your family as you used to be. If, you know, if that's your thing, you know, family, right? You know, most of these conversations you hear all over the phone are just just somebody young talking to somebody old, asking them 20 questions, and when they reach the end of the 20 questions, they hang up, you know? It's just like they were on a mission to see that those people were okay, and once they figure out that they are okay, then they no longer care, and they're focused on the next thing in their life, right? Because everything, Everything is moving fast in the world. Everything in your life, in a lot of people's lives, are just it's going, 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 going. A lot of people don't really take the time to sit down and really breathe and focus on themselves. It's always worrying about somebody else. It's always worrying about their job. It's always worrying on some other aspect <clears throat> in life instead of really just taking care of yourself first and then the rest. Because if you don't take care of yourself first, how do you expect to be worth a fuck to anybody else? You know, you're, you're sitting here breaking down. You're not really doing anything that's really helping yourself. 
you know, because, I mean, you got to take care of your mind, you got to take care of your body, and then you, you're able to really, truly help everybody else in life that you feel like you, you need to help, right? I think parents are are really guilty of this, you know. Maybe sitting here saying I'm talking shit, but I'm not. It's just, I mean, you have kids, you have grandchildren, you have this or that, right? I mean, if you're sitting here breaking down, you're having a mental breakdown. How do you really expect to help anybody else that rely on you if you're sitting there breaking down, you know? You know, maybe you're not able to move as good as you used to. Maybe you're just having anxiety attacks because of what life is throwing to you. <clears throat> and it does become difficult to deal with. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and deny that. Because I've, I've dealt with a lot of that stuff myself. But if you really, truly want to help those around you, then you really need to take care of yourself too, you know. That's, that's something that you should not take for granted. You can only push so much, so much, so far before you yourself breaks down. You know, that's, that's basic human nature too, you know. There's only so much you can do before the wheels fall off and you're just, you're left there stranded. You know. And I don't think anybody wants to be stranded. That's got to be a horrible feeling. You know, the thing about Angel, too, that I like, that I think is beautiful, is that, <clears throat> you know, there's, there's things we're all good at, right? I think we can agree on that. There's lots of things we're good at. But there's also things that other people are good at that we're not good at, you know? Like, I may be good at lots of things that she's not good at. And... One thing that she really is good at, you know, besides being a great mom, in my opinion, is um, she has programmed her brain in such a way that it's like she, she tricks herself into believing she doesn't have any, any money. So she lives a certain lifestyle. She's able to maintain it by not, you know, spending frivolously, you know, and... She has money tucked away to where if she needs it, she's able to grab it and use it in true emergency situations where most of us, we're like, you know what? We got this money. Why not? Fuck it. Let's spend it. Right? It's like, how do you program yourself to be that way? I have no idea. Do you? You know, it's the end of the show, but there's still more to go. Just a little bit more, right? So, one of the things I was thinking about, we've all been around these people that have had these conversations. They always want to talk and speak of things they have no idea about. I mean, I'm guilty of this. I do this all the time. This is what I do, you know? Even if you don't know about something, 
I feel like you can always have a conversation about anything. Why not? There's no law against it. We're free, right? For the most part. <laughs> but let's talk about something though. There's people in the world that have these debates about a many of things. Now, <clears throat> you know, there are things that that we get a hold of and we speak of with other people, you know, like our friends and family. And there's always two sides, right? There's always a side that feels like it's really this way. There's always a side that feels like it's another way. And nobody really can agree on anything. And the reason they can't agree on said thing is because... Now, I'm talking about big picture stuff. I'm not talking about like, hey, you know what? Sally said this. But you think she said this. No, I'm talking about some real shit, you know? Like... Like, hey, you know, this is just an example, you know, maybe before people believed that the earth was round, you know, which is still going on right now that people seem to not even know. And I guess people just, I don't know, they're still arguing about it, which is crazy. It might just be people are just arguing that the world is flat just to be assholes, you know what I mean? Just to have something to fight about because they're bored or whatever, right? And then there are other people that are like, oh, the world's round. You know, this has been debunked, maybe. I don't know. I mean, let's not even talk about that right now, but that's what I'm saying though. You know, you can take something like that, that people that are smarter than us, right? And by smarter, I mean, people that have actually studied this shit, you know, that are like, yeah, we got the technology. <clears throat> we have the access, more importantly, to actually figure this shit out. We're able to actually look at the world and look at the satellite images and feeds and, you know, we can come up with this and agree on this, right? And then every now and again, which happens a lot, a lot of times, <laughs> these smart people that have studied many years, gone to college, they know everything about anything that has to do with this one thing, right? What do you, you might be sit there asking me though, what is this one thing? Well, it could be anything. It, it could be in relation to the galaxy. It could be in relation to maybe a car, maybe something to do with business, finance, something to do with love, whatever, right? Whatever the subject is. My point is, there are people out there that are way smarter than you and I on this particular thing that they have, they themselves have no idea what the fucking answer is to it. But then you hear people like the minions, right? The people on the ground like me and you that are getting wind, getting a hold of this conversation, right? And we ourselves are taking it upon ourselves to have a debate to argue about said thing that we have no idea about. <laughs> we don't know what the fuck we're talking about, right? As far as everybody else is concerned that are way smarter than us on this thing, we just look like a bunch of babies, like slapping each other in the face, right? We just, just another baby slapping each other, the other baby across the room in the face, 
throwing a rock at him, throwing a toe at him, being like, fuck you, you're wrong, right? And we have no clue what the fuck we're talking about. Doesn't anybody else find this amazing, fascinating, that the little people, uh, the ground people, the people that are you and I, the minions that have no idea about anything, any particular thing, the smart people are having a hard time with this. I mean, come on. The smart people are having a hard time with this shit, and we're over here spewing shit out of our mouths that we have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. You know, I think there's some fucking movie out there. You know, it's probably an Adam Sandler movie, and this guy's fucking watering his grass with the water hose. He's like, half the time, I have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. And he just says it nonchalant. He's just watering his grass, and he's just dropping knowledge on everybody. And at the end of the day, that's, that's how most of us are. <clears throat> For better or worse, we are having arguments about shit that we have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. I just find that amazing. I really do. I find it fascinating that people out there in the world are having these arguments about shit they have no idea about, you know? What do you think? You're probably one of those motherfuckers out there doing it right now. You know, who knows? I don't know your life. God damn, I'm really starting to feel that shit though. Oh my gosh. Tell you what, you guys. I got the groceries today and I got me a rotisserie chicken again. But this time I got some tortillas, some avocados specifically for this. And I actually got some sliced jalapenos so you can make like a little taco with the chicken, you know? And I got some potato salad. So I'm like, what? This shit was only like fucking 10 bucks. What? You know what I mean? That's crazy. All day, that's fucking nuts. You spend a little bit, but you got a lot out of it, you know? I think that's the way most people should look at life, you know? That's the way life should work, you know? You put a little effort in, and you get a lot in return, you know? <clears throat> it seems like a lot of people just waste their lives on this one thing, and they have no idea about anything else other than this one thing. Is that a good way to live? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know if that's the way I want to live. You know, the one, uh, one of the amazing things in life, you know, is just everything that you have nothing about, like no knowledge about. Just maybe something you just discovered the other day, you know, you know what I mean? Isn't that like a wonderful feeling when you discover something that you knew not only like minutes, hours ago, you knew did not exist, but now you do it. You do know it exists, and you're just like an all. Like when I discovered Uber, I was like, apparently there's this thing called Uber, and you can make money off of it, and there is lots of benefits to being able to use an app to call. To actually not even call, to summon somebody to come pick you up, you know? 
and take you somewhere. And you just give them some money and that's it, you know? It's done. Over. You know, when I discovered it back in like, I don't know. I don't know, 2016 maybe? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? And I thought that I just discovered something amazing. Like, something... Like, I just landed on the moon or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, something like that. And then... I thought about it. And I did my research, you know? I was like, this motherfucker's been around for a long time. And I'm just now hearing about it. I'm like, what the hell? Like, that's crazy. You know, and then Lyft came along and blah, blah, blah. You know, speaking of cars, I think one of the cool things is Carvana. I don't know if you've heard of this. They actually got one of these, these um, I don't know, car machine things where it houses these cars in San Antonio. And when you purchase one of their cars, one of the ways you can actually get your car is through this machine, which looks like a big old car vending machine. I think what happens is they send you this, this wooden coin in the mail or something and then you go to this spot where the car vending machine is at you put it in and then voila the machine brings down your car and then you i don't know you get in or whatever the fuck and you drive off isn't that cool you know it brings you back to your youth you know back when you were a kid and you were like mom give me 25 cents you know, and you go up to the little vending machine at the restaurant and, you know, you, you put your quarter in there or whatever. You turn the little knob and then, boom, you get this little shitty toy. But to you, it is not a shitty toy. For the next two hours, for the next day, it is one of the most amazing things that you have ever laid your eyes on. And in all reality, that motherfucker only costed like one penny, if that. You know what I mean? That's crazy. That's crazy. You know, you, you can't ever sit here and forget about the little things in life. You can't. <clears throat> you know, as I sit here in this shed, recording this episode for yous, you know, for yous guys, right? I'm sweating. I got this fan. You can probably hear it the whole time I'm recording. I got this fan blowing on me. And I'm hot as fuck, you know? And when I'm done here, I'm gonna open that door, I'm gonna walk out, and I'm gonna really feel the Texas heat on me, you know? And it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Because you know what? I'm alive. I'm able to walk. I'm able to do mostly anything I, can, I could imagine, really, with my body. You know, obviously, I can't do cartwheels and shit. I mean, I'm not built that way, you know? There, there's some of yous out there that can, you know? Good on you. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful that everything works on my, my body, you know? I'm grateful that everything works the way it should. And it's just crazy out there, man. People don't appreciate that, you know? I feel like a lot of... <clears throat> a lot of the the people around me just squander 
just that part, that aspect in life. Yourself, you know? Like, I, I hate exercising, but I know I should, you know? A lot of people out there just gave up on life. I don't want to be that old person, man. I don't want to be that old person that's like, you know what, I'm on retirement, I'm on disability, I'm on SSI, whatever the fucking case may be. And all I do is wake up, get out of my bed, if I do that, eat something, <clears throat> sit in front of the TV, eat something, take a shit, whatever, right? And then I go back to sleep and repeat for 20 fucking years. Like, nah, man, no, no. That's crazy to me. I'm not gonna be that person. I refuse. <sighs> Unfortunately, though, we, we don't know how life's gonna treat us, you know? We don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. Tomorrow's never promised. So, all we got is the now. That's all we got. I think my mission is somehow figure out how to get rich as fuck. You know, I'm back on that today. Yeah, I think I have figured it out. You know, I just need to, need to implement it. And I want to be with Angel for the rest of my life. I want her, me, and her child to be a family. That's what I want. And hopefully we can have more family members included, you know, additionally added. Hopefully at no additional cost. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Just, I need to figure it out. I need to figure it out somehow. Nothing is impossible. I think when you begin to believe that things are impossible, that's when they truly are. I don't want to ever feel like things are unattainable. You know, I, I love about myself that I dream so big that my dreams don't make any sense to the people around me, you know? I dream so big that sometimes even me, myself, cannot even believe that I would even have these dreams so ginormous because I have no idea how to accomplish them. And I think that's where the fun is. Why would you dream of something that you could easily accomplish or you could eat? Just with a little bit of effort is attainable. Like why not go for something wild? What do you got to lose? I don't think you have anything to lose. I think it's better to try trying, doing something that truly, truly inspires you, that, you know, gives you life, that makes you want to wake up every day, you know, then do not have any dreams and just live just because. Like, what's the fun in that? What is the fun in that? I, I don't know. I really don't, because I don't live my life that way. I think everybody's so worried about 
losing the things they have and they don't put enough stock and thought into the things that they don't have that they want, you know? I think most people are more interested in materialistic things than anything else. Which, you know what, if that makes you happy, whatever, you know, whatever. Ah, man, it's a hot bitch in here. So I'm gonna wrap this up right now. And the dogs are going crazy again because of them puto kids, right? It's always them puto kids. And you don't know what puto is. Go watch a George Lopez comedy special or Google that shit, bitches. <sighs> of course, I'm that motherfucker with the million dollar voice. It's that hobo with his Southern Twang show. And I'm the host, Joe Madness. You guys already know, I'm out, bitches.